Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. A binge-worthy show about Jesus? The Chosen Season 3 is here. Come and see what the buzz is about. The Chosen explores the imperfect and messy relationships of real humans following Jesus. All Season 3 episodes are available now. Stream every episode for free. Plus, watch exclusive content like The After Show, only in the new Chosen app. Download the Chosen app on mobile and TV streaming devices. Visit BingeJesus.com to learn more. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and the Ken Shampoo KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome, everybody. You only have a chance at the gas card money. We have a $100 gas card to give away. It'll come up a little later on this hour. All you have to do to get it is to do a great job begging. We have a three-judge panel ready to listen to three callers beg in their best fashion for the $100 gas card and we'll pick a winner from the three. Uh, New York City subway shooting. There was an update last hour. They have identified a person of interest. His name is Frank R. James, 62 years old. They're not saying for sure they believe he's the shooter, but they're looking for him. He may be connected to a credit card and a U-Haul van rental out of Philadelphia, which may have been used to drive up to Brooklyn and commit this shooting on the subway. Meantime, uh, still uh, an open question, exactly who did what in the Sacramento shooting. Yeah, still from, no murder charges against anybody. I gun charges. Yeah, April 3rd, and that was uh, when uh, six were killed, 12 wounded. This was uh, on that uh, strip of uh, nightclubs and restaurants in Sacramento uh, near the government district. Uh, one of the men picked up, uh, it was two brothers, one of the brothers, Smiley Martin, Right now, they got him in jail on possession of a machine gun, and he got injured in the shootout. 
and he's going to be sent to jail soon to wait uh, further investigation. He's got a long rap sheet. We told you he got out in four years of a 10-year sentence for uh, beating uh, up his prostitute girlfriend. Um, turns out he also had gotten a $7,500 settlement with Sacramento County because he claimed that um, he was uh, that a guard allowed rival gang members to dump hot water on him, giving him second-degree burns. And that nobody he filed his own grievance. He did it himself. No lawyer. County said we paid seventy five hundred, basically, just to make it go away. But uh, this County guy had been in a lot of fights in that jail, and then right after that, he got transferred to state prison yeah. to serve that yeah. halftime sentence. And it's like, oh, and he got good time credits. This is a good inmate, huh? Yeah. Remember the pinheads on the L.A. Times editorial board were saying, no, 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 he wasn't released early, four years oh, instead of ten. Good conduct. It was good conduct credits. Uh, well, uh, I don't know about his prison time, but when he was in jail, he admits to being in as many as 10 fights. Okay. Let's get uh, Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones on. Scott, how are you? Welcome. Uh, thanks, guys. Good to be here. What What's going on in the Smiley Martin case? The, the, he, I mean, he, he gets well, let out early. He's involved in this mass shooting. He turns out he got $7,500 from the county recently. What's going on? So a couple of things. Number one is I think you guys set it up. You teed it up pretty well in terms of that he should still be in prison. Um, you know, secondly, as far as the you know, the conduct in jail, look, everybody has one thing in common in our jail, and that's that nobody wants to be there. So they are various degrees of everything from people who behave themselves to people that don't behave themselves. And he sounds like one of the latter. But we in this sheriff's office don't have anything to do with whether the county decides to settle with somebody for nuisance value or not. But in this particular case, um, you know, he, he most certainly got out early. Whether you call it good time credits or not, the guy gets out in less than half of his sentence. Uh, you know, and the best predictor of future behavior is past conduct. This guy is has a violent history, and it's a surprise to no one that he continues to be violent. Isn't I mean, and this is just our story, but these stories are replicating all over the country. But this is Prop 57 here in California that's leading to moves like this, is it not? It is, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that people don't realize. Number one is CDCR is in complete control of how much sentence credit they give for whatever programs they might develop. So it is the ultimate solution for them to manage their population. They can give uh, credit for whatever program they develop and get people out whenever they want, regardless of what they're sentenced to, regardless of what their charges. And now they're in the process of trying to allow two-thirds sentence credits for anybody in state prison. So uh, there's a lot of things that got passed besides Prop 47 and 57, either by executive fiat and under Jerry Brown and Gavin Newsom uh, or by the legislature that received very little fanfare, but all lead to the same inescapable result, keeping people out of prison. And once they get into prison, getting them out quicker. Why don't um, all these geniuses who come up with ways to let prisoners out, they, they don't seem to connect it to the crime wave? I don't know if it's just malice or ignorance. And, and the reality is I came in this this uh, as a deputy in 1989, and people have a short memory. Back in 80, late 80s, early 90s, violent crime was out of control. And that led to things like three strikes, gun enhancements, gang enhancements. And for the last three decades, the violent crime trend in California and, and in other areas around the country that, that in, involved some of these policies trended downward. 
And now I think people say, well, since we're not don't have nearly the violent crime problem, um, we don't need these things anymore. And they've systematically dismantled three strikes and enhancements and uh, with the added benefit of getting people out of jail early. Um, it's it's entirely predictable. And I've been predicting it for the 12 years that I've been sheriff. And since they came up with the the asinine idea of Prop 47 and its progeny, uh, this is entirely predictable. And and we're seeing it play out exactly what uh, what people predicted. Why why do they why do they want this? Why do the advocates want this? Are they solely obsessed with race? I, that, I don't is that, know. Is that the I, whole I, driver here? I don't know who, want, to be the driver who wants to live this like part this. Of the racial reckoning that the system is unfair to people well, of well, color I think and they end up in it. jail more. I think there's there's an equity component of it, but I also think that there is, I mean, these advocates, these jail reform, quote unquote, jail reform advocates, they don't believe anybody should be in prison. And so incrementally, they try and, 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 and chip away at it as much as they can with each swoop or swipe at the legislative or, or gubernatorial executive order. Uh, and until the, and, it's, and like most advocates, it's never enough. Whatever they do for so-called criminal justice reform, it's never enough until everybody's out so, of jail. And it doesn't matter how many people get killed and assaulted and robbed. Well, and that's the other thing. No one ever talks about the victim. They talk about, you know, that they treat criminals like victims and victims like criminals. But no one ever talks about the victim impact. They talk about crime and crime rates without necessarily making the connection that crime equates to victims. You can't have a crime without a victim. And these victims are stacking up in terrible ways around this state and and around the country. Yeah, I I, I did. did, When that shooting happened. In Sacramento last weekend, how much how much did it shock you, or how much was it? Well, I knew something like this was going to happen. It was bound to happen. Well, I mean, I can tell you, I mean, even a couple of weeks prior, we had a guy kill his three daughters, the chaperone for the supervised visit, and then himself. And so that was really that was kind of a shocking situation, um, and it, that was a complete failure of the sanctuary state law that. Was he was served a detainer five days earlier when he was in jail, but the jail couldn't contact ICE, and so this was kind of on the heels of that. And this is obviously another failure. And the legislators and Joe Biden yesterday jumps up and, and talks about the, the evils of ghost gun and we need more gun control. Well, all these people had these guns illegally, so any stricter laws <laughs> well, would not right. have affected either I, of these two. And I'm, California already has the strictest gun law. It's not a gun I, I, control problem. It's a criminal control problem. That's ma- our problem. This makes me crazy. They, they're, breaking, it, it like, makes, they're breaking all kinds of gun laws that we already passed. So having the laws didn't stop them. Putting more laws in the books is not going to stop them. You actually have to put the prisoners in prison. Gun gun laws only affect the law abiding. I, I'm telling you, driving you crazy is, is an understatement. It's been driving me crazy for 12 years, which is what's driving me to to run for Congress right now. I'm tired of uh, I, the things that are playing out in Sacramento that I've been fighting and standing up to for 12 years are happening across this country, and people are tired of it. I'm tired of it, and I think it's time to do something about it. The other thing we're talking to Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones that they constantly harp on is, oh, we got these crime prevention programs. We need to spend more money so we make sure that when people leave prison, they're responsible citizens again. But, you know, they're using all of these good conduct credits, but they're acting like these people coming out are going to be respectable citizens again. But I don't think it's working out that way. Well, some of it is, to be honest with you. I mean, we've got a sentence facility and we've reduced our recidivism rate in some of the programs under 10 percent. 
the state, the only thing they've done to re- reduce recidivism is that they've added an R to their name. They used to be CDC, now they're CDCR for rehabilitation, but they've actually done nothing. Their recidivism, recidivism rate remains high up to and over 70%. So we know with statistical certainty Wait. that inmates in prison commit no crimes. Their recidivism rate is zero. 70% also know, of these prisoners? You're talking about the state inmates. 70%. Correct. 70% state state inmates, come state back inmates. after committing a crime again. They get arrested again, yes. So their programs stink. They don't have any programs. That's a problem. We do at the local level, and we have some success, you know, and we're invested with the folks that are coming out into our own neighborhoods, uh, obviously. And then and we, we put a lot of effort. Most counties do put some, a lot of effort into that uh, and, and rehabilitative efforts and, and to some success. It doesn't, doesn't work, but it cuts the recidivism rate in, in, in half from what the state is. So, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's much better. The state does nothing. All right, Scott, thanks for coming on. And tell people where they can find your website for more information on your run for Congress. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's uh, scottjonesforcongress.com. They can learn kind of what I'm about and, and uh, you know, help with the fight. If they, I think there needs to be more law enforcement in Congress and fewer legislators in law enforcement. All right, Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones, thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. All right, uh, we'll have more coming up, including your chance at a $100 gas card if you just know how to beg really well to the John and Ken panel of judges, which would be John and Ken and Deborah Mark. More coming up. KFI. She couldn't afford the phone. Yeah. Well, though. you guys got to find her, okay? Oh, yeah. She's the winner. Did Ver- she Veronica- call dropped out? Veron- yes. Everybody. Okay. Veronica, good luck. We're in the dark ages. If you listen to us every day, you've got you got all kinds of call issues. us well, back. Yeah. We will find you. You are the winner of the dollar, the dollar, the hundred dollar gas card. Uh, <laughs> your chance all day to win on KFI. Bill Handel at nine. Gary and Shannon at eleven. We're in the five o'clock hour, and Tim Conway Jr. has got your final chance coming up at seven. John and Ken show. John and Ken show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, here's a quick update. Frank James, yeah, the guy they're looking for in New York, he railed against Mayor Adams and made bizarre threatening rants on YouTube. The person of interest in the Brooklyn subway attack. That's, that's right. It's all on social media somewhere. They have dug well, more into who he is. Mr. Mayor, I'm a victim of your mental health program. I'm 63 now, full of hate, full of anger, full of bitterness. Said he had a diagnosed mental illness and railed against what he called the horror show of he's, New York City's mental health services. This is what I love. He's telling everybody. He's telling the whole world what's wrong with him. Those are the guys that are going to blow. All he ranted the, about race issues and claimed that the Russian invasion of Ukraine was proof that those white emmer effers, that's what they do. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, they kill and commit genocide against each other. What do you think they're going to do to your black ass? This is part of what they've discovered on Frank James, the person of interest. But you know what's funny is most of these shooters are announcing it on social media in advance. Well, that's a good thing. Right. Well, no, because nobody... Yeah, you can use it against them if you finally catch them. You're right. Nobody sees these videos. That's why... After the fact, we go digging, we find them, but who Some, the hell's watching Frank James's YouTube account? <laughs> somebody, somebody should pick up on this, right? There's I mean, a billion. Uh, I mean, yeah, but but they're, you know, they they spend a lot of time censoring people, right? you know, for hate speech and the wrong political opinions. Yeah, uh, they they spend a lot of time on that. They don't seem to have an algorithm for crazy person. And then as soon as the crazy person exposes <laughs> himself, you put him away in a mental hospital. 
Yeah, what do the what does YouTube have in terms of sensors to look at content? Like, oh they yeah, yeah, they, they have they have a lot of censoring, especially for have, uh, this. Wouldn't have raised a flag if they saw this guy's videos or somebody that reviews yeah. this stuff. I don't know how it works, but no, no, but they they they, they go after primary political speech and what they think is hate speech. If you tell a joke against uh, you know some protected oh. group and oh. copyright stuff too, if you use uh, uh, if you if you use music, for example, that you don't have the rights to. They'll take that down real well, fast. Well, he actually complained about the mental health care in New York, and he said, what's going on in that place is violence. Not physical violence, but the kind of violence a child experiences in grade school that would make them go get a gun and shoot MRFers, which is what he ended up doing today. All right. We should, give out, like. we should give out yeah. the number here, 1-800-520-1-KFI, 1-800-520-1534. We're going to take three contestants. Three beggars. You beg for 30 seconds why you should get the $100 Gas gift card from us, and yeah. uh, we have a three-judge panel here, me, Ken, and Deborah. Yeah, Deborah Mark was the tiebreaker yesterday. You never know what's going to happen here, so, so she could be a key vote on this uh, Supreme Court. Oh, you, yeah. Give us a, a little power. <laughs> She's enjoying her power. <laughs> I love the power. <laughs> so you see how they get? You put her in charge of, like, uh, the uh, vac- the uh, COVID program, she'd be locking everything down. Oh, she would, yeah. yeah We'd be masked up and I would oh, not be locking no, everything down. Oh, you'd be locking down. us all down. Sure. Oh, I wouldn't. You, sure, you, you still walk around with uh, cloth on your hands. Well, uh, yes, because I don't, I, it's not just about COVID. I don't want to touch if somebody picks their nose and they touch, I, it's just gross. Yeah. You should see her after Steve Gregory's been in here. <laughs> oh, gee. What are you saying? <laughs> I, I, ask Bates. her. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Um, all right, we have uh, everybody ready to go here. We're we looking have three people. That's we've all got we need. three people. How long right. does that take? Yes, uh, we got plenty of people here. Everything's well, sometimes kooks start calling first. And all right, we're going to go with out. Bridget first. We had one prankster yesterday, so Bridget. Hello. You got thirty seconds. Uh, do your uh, best begging to get the gas card. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, here we go. Um, yeah, I, actually, I just wanted to. I think it'd be wonderful to win because I just wanted to kind of give it as a thank you to my mom and my sister because they do so much for me, and I thought it'd be kind of a nice uh, gift to give to them, just to, just to, to thank them for everything they've done for me. Oh, that's, that's very it. sweet. All right, hold on, hold on. We're gonna have two other contestants. Uh, let's go for Bill. Uh, you're on the John and Ken show. Beg for your gas card. Oh, how you doing, guys? All right, good. You got 30 uh, seconds. Go to it. Yeah, this is kind of a pro bono thing, but I need the money, the gas money, so I can attend the new weekly meetings of the Moist Line Caller Union. <laughs> like I said, pranksters. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> People are not uh, taking this seriously. They don't, uh, they don't want the $100 gift card, then well, they're not going to get it. Which, we'll, just, which, we'll take off, find someone else. Which one for the third line? Come on, what's Ray doing? I, I don't know. We got t- we got ten choices here. Sylvia's on what line? Yeah, we have to put up a name. So I, I have numbers here. here. Three. Okay. There we go. Sylvia, you're on. Give us thirty seconds. Beg. I'm gonna I'm gonna be fifty two next uh, month, and I have a six year old. My son crashed his car, so I gotta take him to work every day. And um, I work with people with diabetes all day who complain. And I never stopped uh, working through COVID. Um, I need gas money. I have a gas guzzler. Help me, please. Okay. Is that enough? All right. All right. No, enough? You hang yeah. on. That might be enough. I, so far, I like that one. These are short and Diabetes and sweet. people that complain all day. <laughs> 
Well, it's not comfortable to have diabetes. Uh, wait, hold on. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one more here. Veronica on eight. Okay, Veronica, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Do it. Beg. Hello. Veronica, give us your best beg. Okay. Um, I'm a single mom. I have a part-time job, and I live in my motorhome with my seven-year-old son because I can't afford the rent no more, and we could really use the gas. Okay. All right. That was simple and to the point. Well, that's right. a tough choice there because so, um, we, we've got uh, Bridget who wants to give it to her mom, right? Yes, and her sister, I think. Uh, Bill who wants her. to start a moist line support group. No, no, no. Uh, I'm a, <laughs> X. That's not in the mix. <laughs> then, and, then Sylvia and uh, Sylvia and, right. and Veronica. Sylvia and Veronica. All right. All right. So the three of us have you have you two made a choice? I have. What's that? I have. Well, it is tough. I, I like Sylvia and Veronica, but I'm going to go with Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> Who plays the harmonica. Well, I'm picking Sylvia. You're I picking her, Sylvia. I did. I thought her story about the diabetics. and uh, Well, that was Veronica's, wasn't it? No, it was Sylvia. It was no, Sylvia? Sylvia was the diabetic. And also, what, she has a son whose car broke down. She has to drive yeah, him I places. Know. I feel bad for Veronica and her son, though. Uh, and living motorhome. in the motorhome? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, John, yeah. you're, you're the tiebreaker. All right, I'll go with Veronica. All right. Veronica's the winner today. Something about her touched on. me. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't get touched very often. Oh. Uh, <laughs> right? You uh, don't Deborah, to do go that. in there and touch him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to smack you the next break. <laughs> I'll take a smack. I'll take a kick, anything. Veronica, you win. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. $100 gas card. You, you listen to us every day. It sounds like a drop okay. out. Uh, it's not good for your... She couldn't afford the phone. Yeah. Well, though. you guys got to find her, okay? Oh, yeah. She's the winner. Did Ver- she... Veronica- the call dropped out? Veron- yes. Everybody. Okay. Veronica, good luck. We're in the dark ages. <laughs> if you listen to us every day, you've got, you got all kinds of... Call us well, back. Yeah. We will find you. You are the winner of the dollar... The dollar. The $100 gas card. Uh, <laughs> your chance all day to win on KFI. Bill Handel at 9. Gary and Shannon at 11. We're in the 5 o'clock hour, and... Tim Conway Jr. has got your final chance coming up at 7. John and Ken Show. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you heard one of our pranksters who wanted to beg calling for it to be, what was it, the Moist Line for support group? Yeah. Uh, the Moist Line is coming back on Friday, so it's never too early to tell you to put some calls in there. You can use the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. It's a little microphone. Or you can leave a message at one eight seven seven moist 86 one 664 7886 The big news this afternoon, it was revealed at a press conference in New York City that the Brooklyn subway shooting suspect they're trying to find is a 62-year-old man by the name of Frank R. James. And the latest is he did some ranting on YouTube about the mayor of New York City, the mental health system of New York City, he has a diagnosed mental illness, and he's not getting the help he needed. I'm 63, full of hate, full of anger, and full of bitterness. So this could be part of the... Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Looks like he's the guy. He decided today was the day to get on the subway, although uh, if he rented the U-Haul in Philadelphia, I don't know, with Arizona plates, but that can happen. But he drove all the way back up to New York to commit this crime. But clearly he was treated by the New York City mental health system he must have lived in new york somewhere so well probably on a sidewalk he could be a homeless person yeah that was yeah. my first they, instinct this morning when i heard about the milk crate well the 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 witness who dodged a bullet 
literally dodged a bullet inside the subway car, said he was sitting there mumbling to himself. No. And then he finally stood up and pulled out a gun and set off yeah, the smoke. Yeah. First, uh, he, yeah, he put out the smoke bombs first. And, and then, then he, started firing. So he was sitting apparently there. apparently the gun jammed and he ran. Yeah, he was sitting there obsessing and stewing and, and just going over his grievances again and again and again. Finally decided, all right, I'm going to take everybody out here. All right, well, hopefully they'll find him soon, wherever he is. It's amazing he didn't kill anybody. 33 shots, and uh, nobody's dead. Nobody's dead, although several people critical but stable. Uh, the update from Ukraine-Russia today, Russian President Vladimir Putin actually left Moscow to appear in eastern Russia at a news event. And on state-run television, he said that the campaign's going as planned and we will not stop until we have our goals fulfilled. He also said that it looks like peace talks right now with Ukraine have reached a dead end. None of this good news, if it's true, for the Ukrainians, where we've been hearing for days now that the Russians are planning a big offensive in the eastern region of Ukraine called the Donbass region. Those people ought to leave, but I don't know where they can go. Seems all the nearby countries are full. And in the eastern region, you border on Russia, so... There's been fighting there since 2014 between Ukrainians and Russian allied separatists. So the Russians said, well, we recognize their claim of independence. We want them to get that territory. That's why that's going to be now the focus since they failed to get the capital of Kiev and to overthrow Zelensky. That was the first goal, but that doesn't seem to have worked. So it looks like they're accepting the second goal, which is to at least grab this territory in eastern Ukraine. Yeah, for now. Although, you know, they can always just keep keep trying. They might keep trying. You know, they can keep drafting people. Um, they got 145 million people in that country. And uh, yeah, there's a story that Russia has a huge convoy, which is headed to eastern Ukraine going as fast as they can to come to start this huge offensive. The convoy is about 16 miles from the Donbass regional border, according to reports. This is getting this from the satellite surveillance. I saw see this movement. a clip last night. I, I never watched Sean Hannity's show, but I heard, I saw enough mentions of this that I watched um, Sean Penn on Sean Hannity. Sean Penn on Sean Hannity. Sean All right. Penn was the guest. Yeah. There's quite a combination. It, it was uh, fascinating. They were fr- very friendly towards each other. But Sean Penn had the surprising view that he didn't really understand what's the point of having all these nuclear weapons and being afraid of Russia. Ooh. He, <laughs> he, that would seem to be a little... Even now? Yeah, he went to Ukraine before the war started. Yeah, he was there when the war started. And, I know, he escaped uh, to Poland. Yeah, he was there early on. As, as the troops were building up at the border, and he was interviewing Zelensky and following him around, and he was there the day that the war began and then followed him around for some time afterwards. And, you know, I think he's very touched by what's happened to the Ukrainian people, and he's starting to wonder, like, are we just going to, everyone's going to sit and watch this happen, watch thousands and thousands of Ukrainians get slaughtered? And uh, he was he was uh, very upset with it. And he started to wonder. It's like, well, what what you know what 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 are we afraid of? I mean, we, we we've got the nuclear weapons. Oh, that's his way of saying we should just get in there and help them with troops and well, yeah, uh, and I mean, and... yeah, like shouldn't should in other words, shouldn't oh. Putin be afraid too? What like what's the, it is kind of odd that you know we've got all these nuclear weapons, but we're afraid of him. 
I, he's got well, plenty too, but the problem with that is we could lose. Yes, we will blow him up, but we'll lose millions of Americans. Well, if just they fire just on us too. Be more menacing, so he worries about it. That I've heard is, that is theory he gonna, before. Yes. Is he going to actually go through with starting a nuclear war? We don't. We don't have to start it, but do we have to just sit and watch all this? All this murder, which uh, was surprising coming from a Sean Penn. Yeah, he seems like a pacifist. Yeah. Who's now but, talking about acting but, a lot stronger? It it's, is when you see this stuff up close. I guess it changes you. All right. Everyone can be a pacifist from their living room. Apparently, old Joe used a new word today: genocide. But yeah. Of course, war crimes is what they've been saying before, but now he's calling it genocide. That's been used so many times. Putin is trying to wipe out the idea of being Ukrainian. Yes, we know that. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm starting to feel like Sean Penn. It's like, yeah, you say that every day. Yeah, we know. War crimes, genocide, barbarian, well, blah, blah, We're going to send blah. more weapons, M-17 helicopters that can be equipped to attack armored vehicles. How about that? Uh, everything is good. The more the, the merrier. M-17 is a Soviet-era helicopter. It was designed in the mid-'70s. <laughs> so I don't know where they're coming from, but how well, do we there's how a do lot we of Soviet-designed helicopters? There's a lot of uh, old stuff warehoused by all these countries. Yeah, I guess there is. Huh? Because you, you, you stuff that's only been used in parades or something. <laughs> well, I think I think Putin found out that his uh his uh, tanks and weaponry were designed for parades. That that you know they the whoever because you remember the oligarchs may have stolen the money right. to give him a real modern military and maybe they just put together kind of a half assed Military, because hey, we just need it for the May Day parade. We don't. We, this thing doesn't have to actually go to war. <laughs> just as long as it goes down the the boulevard in uh, in yeah. Red Square. And finally, today's update on a story that came out last night. It's really unclear. There were reports from some. I would call it. I think it's been called like a far right Ukrainian military source that said that uh, the Russians used chemical weapons in Mariupol, but uh, Zelensky said today it's not clear. There was reports that a drone dropped some chemical substances mm. on troops, but they're not sure that's they cannot independently verify it. It may yeah. not be. It's tough. Tough to right. get real information. No. And look at this. The President Zelensky is proposing a prisoner swap. He's got an ally of Putin's, pro-Russian Ukrainian politician. An oligarch. Oh, an oligarch. An oligarch? Victor, Victor Medvedchuk. Eh, they had to hang the oligarch. He said he would exchange that man for Ukrainian prisoners of war if Putin's up to it. Oh, I guess. Here's one of your rich guys. All right, we got more coming. John up. and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. So, again, they're looking for a man by the name of Frank James, the person of interest in the New York City subway attack. This occurred in Brooklyn this morning during rush hour when he rolled out some smoke bombs and then opened fire on people. Uh, he shot quite enough few people, but he did not to seriously, we think, kill or, or rather wound anybody in the shooting. Uh, they put out his picture in a press conference this afternoon. He was announced as the person of interest. They have tracked him to a credit card and perhaps a van rental from U-Haul in Philadelphia. What we also learned is that he was interviewed by the FBI in New Mexico and put into a database. He was eventually cleared after several interviews. We do not know what that was about. 
But uh, we have learned that through social media accounts, he was complaining about mental health treatment in New York City and complaining about homelessness, although I can't find out exactly what he said about homelessness, but that's in one of the headlines. Um, but he's made comments about the New York City mayor and mental Pro health. Probably for 40 years, he should have been in a mental institution. His address is in Philadelphia and Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm not sure he has ties to New York, but he's complaining he's about the New York City mental health program. Drifter. Well, he's just he little, may have been homeless and little, he may have ended up in one of their mental health programs because maybe somebody saw him on the, the street. And, yeah. the, you know, what are the mental health programs? What are, what are, everyone like uses those phrases. What, what is it? Drugs. When, when you, yeah, yeah, when you show up, where do they give you a pill? Like a Xanax or something just to calm you down? And, and then what? What do you do with a 62-year-old guy who may not have a home? No. Who's really angry about their what, I, that's what I understand. What do you do with them? If you don't lock them up, you just leave them out in the street until uh, until he until he blows, and he did. So I bet you they'll find him soon. Because how far could he go? He just ran off. Uh, also, the answer is zero. Nobody picked Gilbert Gottfried in the John and Ken twenty twenty two ghoul pool. Bad year for comedians. Uh, it is a bad year. Uh, somebody, somebody posted a photo of uh, Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, and Gilbert Gottfried in one it's photo. It's only April. Just the three of them. And they're not that old. Gottfried was 67. Saget was 65. And I think Louis Anderson was around that age, too. So yeah. Not like they're comedians that lived into their 90s. Uh, one final strange story. A Utah woman was arrested in a hit-and-run accident that killed two bicyclists. Her excuse is that she was defecating uncontrollably hmm. and had to keep going. Julianne Budge uh, actually hit two California men in the, in the bike lane. Boy, this happened that's a terrible Washington way to City, go, Utah. isn't it? You get run over by a woman who's lost control of her bowels? She says she has IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. It made her defecate on herself without warning. Uh -huh. It caused her to swerve into the men. Yeah, but I guess she didn't stop because she had to get home and use the toilet. Is that why she didn't stop? Or? Maybe you stop and go on the side of the road. That'd be a better choice. Yeah. I mean, uh, she killed two people. She killed two guys because of her uh, bowels. That's her excuse. That's a bad up? excuse. No, no, you killed two guys. She's only been hit with misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and an infraction for improper lane travel. Improper really? lane. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, charged with two counts of automobile homicide. There you go. Negligence. That's, uh... I'm sorry, I was looking at the additional charges. Oh, yeah, and in 2015, she was convicted for driving under the influence, so okay, but... that could be a bigger factor in uh, what happened. Uh, she also, is this the same story? Yeah, she told authorities she'd been admitted to the hospital the previous day, had been taking fentanyl through an IV drip. Oh. And uh, she failed sobriety tests. So I don't think it's her bowels. Did they find evidence of her bowels? Maybe, maybe. In the car, at the scene? To Maybe, maybe it was the uh, fentanyl. Defecating the... uncontrollably. There's got to be evidence. Yeah. Her underwear? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's terrible. That is. Bad. Julie Ann Budge. Two men lost their lives due to that horrible driving. We got uh, Conway rolling in. Oh, yeah. Ding, right. ding dong. What's going on tonight? Uh, well, Mark Thompson's here tonight. Uh, he's coming in, oh, that's which is kind of cool. And then we have um, a charity, president and CEO of L.A. Family Housing. They're honoring a childhood friend of mine, a guy who made a lot of money and a lot of uh, had a lot of uh, success in life. And uh, his name is Steve Berman, big um, music guy. And they're honoring him at this big 
L.A. family housing event, so she's going to come on and talk about this. But it's a big deal. A lot of uh, top A-list uh, celebrities. Hey, there he is, Mark Thompson, live. Free to mention A-list celebrities before yeah, I right. came in right on cue. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so we have that tonight. Also, uh, comedian Gilbert Godfrey uh, died at the age of 67, which is horrible. I just saw him just yesterday uh, on a commercial, you know, selling his, um, you know, for 50 bucks. Uh, what are those called? Not Vimeo. Cameos. 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 Yeah. 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 And uh, I just saw him yesterday on, you know, selling cameos. And now he's gone. It's horrible. He had yeah. some strange disease. I, Maybe his waist, um, like one of those must. Uh, oh, is that right? One of those dystrophy diseases. Yeah, <laughs> muscular disorder. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were work- I worked with him once in my life for USA Network, and we were doing a, a scene up in Aspen, Colorado, with Coors Beer, and and in the scene, he just has to you know turn to the girl and go, "Hey, nice to see you." Right. That's it. Very very short. And somebody said to him, "Please don't swear in this, you know, because we're all going to be on TV." <laughs> and he goes, "Okay." He turned over and he said the c word twenty times in a row. Oh my god! <laughs> On live TV, not live, but pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I don't know what what was that note you gave me? Like uh, not to swear." Oh damn that, it! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was funny, very funny man. Uh, and then LAX uh, ranks the uh, the world's fifth busiest airport in twenty twenty one. How about that? All right. It's way too small to be the world's busiest <laughs> airport. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, Croce Cro- 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 had a horrible incident. He came back from uh, New Orleans, and they landed at 945. He didn't get off the plane till almost 11 o'clock, or after oh. 11 o'clock. Oh, my God. Oh, Sat hard. on the runway for an hour and a half. Oh, that's uh, the worst. But day. what a runway. Yeah. All right, Conway. Ding dong. Let's go. Thompson. Go ahead. KFI, KOSDHD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. In a world of social media, notifications, and pop-ups, it can be near impossible to focus. But now you have the power to beat distractions and make real breakthroughs with Remarkable, the paper tablet. Designed for tasks that demand focus, Remarkable is everything you love about paper in one digital system. It's your favorite thinking spot to take notes, draft, read, organize, and more. See how far you can go with just you and your thoughts at Remarkable.com. Remarkable. The Paper Tablet. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. 
See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.